It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. We all know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands
one nation, under God. Indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. cornered hat and speaking low he said we fought a revolution to secure your liberty we wrote the constitution as a shield from tyranny for future generations this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave the freedoms we secured for you we thought you'd always keep but tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep now your freedom's gone, your courage is lost, you're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn and now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. 
I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Everything I did, I always gave him my best. I don't know if anyone relates, but the feeling that I get is like a truck sitting on my chest. Wondering how much do I got left? My last call, my last step. I'm not gonna wait just to see what's next. I go hard cause today could be my last breath. We do life and we can't relive it. We only get one chance. If you blink, then you might just miss it. Many people come and go, they all just visit. Don't ever expect nothing different. Just listen as I paint this image that you'll all revisit. Yeah, my glass half empty, but I still might sip it. I was traumatized. <laughs> what would you have said when you was looking in my mama's eyes? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, I might have said I was okay, but I probably lied. 
so this pain is how I harmonize. Make an impact, that's what I personify. And yes, I'm making music that you cannot just define by the numbers on my Spotify. All of this pain, I just wanna be happy. My mom almost died the same day that she had me. Driving to the hospital, she swerved and crashed badly. Doctor said I was a miracle while looking at my daddy. I was zero when I first dodged death. I was six when the devil told me watch my step. Couldn't sleep, I was scared to go inside my bed. Fighting demons, I was hearing things inside my head. So back to the doctor, he didn't have a diagnosis. So my whole damn life I felt lost while fighting psychosis Talking to myself hoping nobody would notice Mom said pray every time I heard the voices Life or death every day I swear I made choices Life in my hand trying not to lose focus Playing basketball religiously to drown out the noises Man, let me explain that it's like laying on train tracks Grabbing guns, contemplating blowing your brain back Eyes closed shut and watching everything fade black People stepping over you, you feel like a placemat Fuck, and let me make it clear God is the only one that I've ever feared But you start to get paranoid and look over your shoulder When these people have been hurting you for so many years so i had to escape if you listening i know that you relate it's that feeling that you get like your life and existence was all just one big mistake i felt trapped and i couldn't find space i went and got lost in the things i create ever since i was a kid people hated and they judged everything that i did so i went into my mind and created the abyss and i swear i did how the hell y'all think I make all these hits? It's cause I've been broken, beaten, dragged, laughed at, scorned, burned, and kicked. So I get to reach in this endless pit of hurt and pain from all that shit. And that's the only reason that you people come here. Oh, for God's sake, even know that Dax exists. This is how it feels to drown. This is how it looks when you lost and you can't be found. The abyss was a place I'd visit, but I went so much that I'm gone and I'm stuck here now. This is not music. This is not dope. This is me begging y'all to throw me a rope so I can try to climb up the place where I came in my life when I spiraled and first lost hope. Let me explain. I've been Dax so long, I get PTSD when somebody says my real name. But I guess that's the price you pay. I didn't want it to be like this. But I guess it is what it is. Inside the abyss. Welcome back, Freedom Gardeners. Hey, fuckers! I'm back. How long has it been? What? Two, three weeks now? Fuck. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Sorry, guys. Mm, you know. Well, last week, I uh, I did a show on what to plant in the garden. Oh, okay. Um, for your fall garden. And the week before that, I was at the farmer's market. So, anyway. Oh, okay. So, I am B. Lynn. Of course, is with me my uh, hetero life partner. Hetero life partner. Heather. Hi guys. <laughs> so I'm starting a new project today. Vanessa and I are going to teach you some shit. Yeah. Well, we're going to learn some shit and then we'll maybe teach you some shit. <laughs> we are. Um, I'm excited because uh, we were supposed to go to the farmer's market today. Well, and excuse me. We did go. To we the did go to the farmer's market today, today and no one was there because the weather, it was like, it started raining on the way there. I was it like, was like a fucking, like it spit at you for two seconds. It, it wasn't enough to be. What is going on? Hold on one moment. Talk because there's something that's back feeding. Oh, that yeah, I hear that. And I don't know what it is. I don't either. So let me tell you guys. Uh, you guys know what I've been knitting. Well, Vanessa decided today that we're gonna learn how to arm knit. So I started this what 15 minutes ago, Vanessa? Yeah. And this is where I'm at so far. I know it looks like shit at the moment, but once I 
get done with this ball, we'll stretch it out and see how it looks. Okay, that should be better. I think. Yeah, okay, good. One of the uh, studio speakers. Oh, yeah. We, we gotta do something. Okay, so DJ has these really awesome gaming headphones. I really think that I'm gonna have to get them. I put them on yesterday. They're super comfortable. They don't bother my uh, glasses or anything, so... I think I'll get those this week. Okay. Because okay. what do we got going on? Nothing next week because it's your birthday, Olivia's birthday party, mm -hmm. and then uh, your birthday dinner. Oh, we have a very busy day on Saturday. Busy day Saturday, next Saturday. So Good it works out that we're off. doing a show today because we're probably not going to do a show next week because we we have birthdays, all birthdays, the birthdays. All the birthdays. I love it. You're going to finally be Plus I plan on tripping balls on my birthday on Friday. So um, Friday's show will be fun. Fuck you. I'm working on Friday. But then Saturday... Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's too bad. Anyway, so uh, we are going to learn mm -hmm. how to. Well, you said you were going to do something, learn how to do some finger knitting, correct? Finger knitting and arm knitting. Well, I think I got the arm knitting. That'll be fun. No. Okay. Yeah. She, uh, fuck. This bitch just like picked it up and started doing it. I have well, no I to, idea. Well, I've never done it before. So I didn't want to get on here and be like, hey, bitches, look what I can do. Dude, I've never done it before shit. either. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to learn how to arm knit a blanket. Well, you should be able to do your whole blanket today on this show. I am super excited about that. Okay. So we got this, I said 45 minutes. I've been doing this for 15 minutes. And yeah, we'll, we'll get it done. All right, so shut up with her perfect fucking face. I know, right? Fucking whore. Okay, so um, and I need to give Heather an update on everything that's going on because, yeah, because if I you couldn't tell from the opening music, I'm a little um over the edge. I mean, I think we're all over the edge. I think your edge is just a little bit different than everybody else's. Please, Peacekeeper, I turned the outside speakers off entirely. So if there's still feedback, I don't know what the hell is going on. Unless they were feeding off of each other's microphones. But I don't think so because Mick and I do this every day. So I don't know. I, I turned off all the other channels. So hopefully that's better. Is that better? I hope so. Okay. All right. Anyway. So let's uh, let's start by learning how to arm knit. Oh, that's what I'm doing. A chunky blanket, and we have like she has enough to do a whole blanket. I just got three because I wanted wool. to try. So you so. got to figure out which order you want to do your colors in, mm -hmm. and then I will show you okay. how. So we'll we'll start or with what this. I've thus learned. Yeah, and we'll we'll go from there. Mm, there my bow doesn't match my shirt because you gave me a purple shirt today. Yikes. Through piece of the pie vlogs. Today I'm going to be showing you how you can make your very own chunky knit blanket just like this one. Now I have seen these in all kinds of home decor stores recently, but they can go for about $70 to $90. So if you're not interested in investing that much in a blanket, but you still want to have the look in your home, you can do this for about half the cost and learn a new skill at the same time. Now, don't stress if you are not a crafty person, that is okay. I'm going to share all the tips and tricks with you that I have learned along the way. I've only been making these blankets for about three months, and now I've made seven of them. So if I can do it, I know you can do it too. Just bring a little bit of patience to the table and have some fun. So if you're interested in learning how to make one of these, 
for yourself, a friend or family member, keep on watching. So the great thing about this project is that you don't need many materials at all to create a beautiful blanket. But of course, you are going to have to have some yarn, which is the most important thing you have to have. And today I'm using the Bernat Big Blanket Yarn from Michaels, and this is in the color Vintage. So before you head on out to Michaels to grab some yarn, make sure that you check their store inventory online. This is a very popular type of yarn, especially for this project. And because people need it in such large quantities, it often sells out. So just check online before you head on out to store. You can also see if it can be shipped to you. Of course, you're gonna need a nice okay. pair of scissors to cut your yarn That's when fine. you reach the end. That's fine. And I went ahead and picked up a sewing kit. This is not essential, but I needed some needles, thread, and a threader to attach these little charms. They say made with love. I'll give you a close-up of them. I wanted to attach those at the end of a blanket. I saw another YouTuber do this, and I think it's just the sweetest little touch, especially if you're gifting it to someone. So that is why I had to get that sewing kit. But if you already have those or you don't want to do that, of course, you can um, just not pick those up. But I really did like that it came with this flexible measuring tape, which is great for measuring out the size of your blanket and making sure that it's going to be just the perfect size for you at the very end. And these three items at the bottom are also optional. A marker and a post-it note. This is to actually write down how many loops long or how many links long your blanket is so that when you're counting, you remember. So you can just keep that if you want or if you're good at remembering, you don't have to have that. And the tape and the hair clip are actually very interesting. And I'll show you how I use these a little bit later. Lastly, the only other tools you're going to need are your hands. So let's go ahead and get started learning how to make our blanket. So go ahead, grab your yarn and take off that outer piece of paper and throw it on away. You won't be needing that any longer. And then once you've done that, flip it on over to either side. This side looked a little bit more open, so I didn't think that the beginning of my yarn would be in there. This one, I started kind of fishing around a little bit and I was able to find that tail end or beginning. So that's what we need. And you might have to untangle your yarn a little bit and that's fine, but definitely don't grab from the middle. It's usually always tucked in on the ends. Now you're going to want a nice big table to work on your blanket. I highly recommend that over doing this in your lap. <laughs> I've tried it in my lap and I've made some mistakes. So get a nice flat surface and taking the tail of your yarn in your right hand and the rest of the yarn in your left, you're going to take the tail and throw it under the left hand. We're going to call that the working yarn, the stuff that's attached. You're going to throw that right hand underneath the left, kind of making a ribbon shape. And again, this is where that nice flat surface comes in handy to be able to lay things out and see them. Now what you're going to do to create your first loop, you're going to take that working yarn, tuck it underneath the ribbon and pull it through. So here you'll see it nice and slow and I'll repeat it. But I like to do this with my right hand, taking the working yarn, pulling it up, out, and through. And you might have to switch the direction that your loop is going to kind of actually see that chain forming. So if it doesn't look right, switch the direction. But there's your first loop. So let's try that one more time. Go ahead and pinch your ribbon in your left hand. Take that working yarn in your right and push it up and out through that loop. Now take a look at Are where you your yarn is. Right Remember, you might have to switch or hand the direction Can you tell your friend to shut the fuck up? Your please? little tail should be going away from your ball of yarn. 
because you're going to build your blanket towards your yarn mm -hmm. every time. So if that helps with your direction, just keep that in mind. You're building towards your yarn. Now to grow your chain, you're going to use a pinching motion using your pointer finger and thumb. So go ahead and grab those pinchers, push them through the loop you just created. And with that pinching motion, grab the working yarn, pull it up, out, and through. Yeah, I'm retarded. You I can't. Your chain <laughs> So you can use the tail to tighten it a little bit, but you'll want to make this first row of loops on the looser side. You don't want them to be too tight. So let's go ahead and do this again using your pinchers. Push through the loop, pinch the working yarn, bring it up and out. And that is how you build your chain. So she says. Now just continue adding loops to that chain you've already created. Here you're going to see me working really quickly, but don't worry, you guys. This is all editing magic. I do not work this fast. So, don't so I'm going to have you pause really quick because she didn't tell you how many to cast on. I actually have a pattern here that came with the yarn. You're going to cast on 15 stitches, and I, since I dropped a stitch, once again, this is my first time doing this, I'm just going to pull it all out and start over. And we'll do it together. Okay. And we'll show you how. Oh, okay. I see. So, so you have your loop. Yeah. You have your slip knot. Okay. Put your slip knot on your arm. Over Hold here. on. Well, I'm, I'm finger knitting this one right eh, now. Like it's this. not going to be as big as you want it to be, but okay. Well, I was going to use the other yarn to finger knit with anyway. If you want to finger knit. Use the smaller one. Use the smaller one. I mean, yeah, you can yeah, finger yeah. knit with this, but if we're trying to. Because we're going to get to the arm knitting video next. Okay, yeah. So do that. There's, there's that. an arm knitting video too. So. Well, do you want to do both today or do you want to just do the arm knitting today? Because, I, like I said, if we do this correctly and we don't suck, we should be able to uh, get it done. Okay. So, so right here, I folded it. I folded mine too because these are. Oh yeah, no, that's oh, something different. Okay, I don't you give have a shit a about that. One. So you're doing finger knitting. If you're gonna, that's so pretty. So what is it that you're wanting to make with this? Are you gonna make a blanket uh, out of it? I guess. All right. So. Okay. So. Because she's using fat yarn like this, mm -hmm. but that's fine. You can finger knit with literally anything. So make your slip knot. Okay. Yep. And then I just keep going through mm -hmm. like this. I have no many, no idea how many stitches I've done though. I'm Come not here, counting. Let me show you. Uh, you don't have to. I just want to make sure that you're. And then you're. Oh. Yeah, that's a fairly tight chain, yeah. I mean, I don't know what you're going to make with that just yet, but once you get however many, do you want to do like a beanie? I've never finger knit anything before. I always use needles because why would I do that with my short stubby fucking arms? But we're going to do it. That's true. It okay. Well, let's keep going on this and see what she says. All right, says. you keep going on that. Where is that feedback coming oh. from? That is driving me nuts. I really have no idea. Okay. Vanessa, anyway. you've got to keep your fucking hair off. It's everywhere. Don't worry about your pacing. Okay. Just relax. Take your time and make sure that you are unraveling plenty of yarn to avoid any tension, which will cause your loops to be tighter than you want. 
But once you have the desired length of your first row, go ahead and grab that measuring tape so you can actually measure how long it is. You can actually compare it to one of your favorite blankets that you already own to make sure it's the perfect size for you. So I'm just measuring here, not including that little tail end. But this is where this notepad and marker come in handy. So now I'm going to count the loops that I have, and you could do this as well. This is important for when we start making the second, third, fourth rows, and so on, so that as you're making those rows, you stop every now and then to count and make sure that you haven't missed a loop, because if you miss a loop, your blanket will taper in. So I've got 32 loops, and I'm going to remember that. All right, so we've measured our length, we've counted our loops, and now we are ready to make our second row. So take your last loop that you made and just turn it upwards and kind of press it flat on your table so you can visually see that you are creating a second row. Then go ahead, reach across and grab your yarn and move it to the other side of the table. So in this case, I'm now going to be building to the right. I'm always going to be building and adding loops going towards the yarn. Now to add loops to your second row, make sure you get out those pinchers again. And you're going to kind of lift that top loop up from the original chain and pull the working yarn through that. There's a top loop and a bottom loop on that original chain. Make sure you're grabbing through the top one and just pulling right on up. Remember, we wanna make our loops even sized and it might start to look a little funky at first, but just kind of work with it and be patient. As you add more rows, it will start to take shape a bit better. So just continue this process. Here you can see the top loop and the bottom loop. We don't want to pull through the bottom one. Pinch through the top. Once you reach the end of your second row and you're ready to make your third, you're going to take that last loop and go up one extra. So every time you reach the end of the row, you're making two loops, the one you've already included, and then one more to kind of make it a little bit taller. You'll visually see that that extra loop starts your next row. So there we go. We've switched our yarn and we are ready to go on row three. Now that you've got your third row all set, go ahead and add one more loop. And here's where the little trick with the tape and the hair clip comes in. If you're new to making these blankets, what can happen is as you build your blanket, these end loops tend to fall out if you're not paying attention to them. So I really like the clip. It's my favorite little trick. Clip those two loops at the end together. That way they're nice and secure. And when you end up turning around and coming backwards for your fourth row, you'll be able to just grab around back and remove it. Nice and easy. Of course, you can do the same thing with the tape. I would recommend that you stick it on the back of your hand though to remove some of that tackiness so it doesn't mess up your yarn. But you can just tape those two loops together and then remove it again when you reach the end of your fourth row. So hopefully one of those little tools helps you avoid any lost loops in your blanket as you're creating it. So it's lots of fun to start to see your blanket coming together, but don't forget to stop every now and then and count your loops to make sure that you have the same number as when you started. And another little tip, if you flip your blanket over and smooth it out, Look for any random loops that are sticking up. Those would be ones that you missed in that row. 
So you could either go back and redo that row or you can just tuck it in and chances are nobody's gonna notice. If you miss one loop, it is not the end of the world, so do not stress. These blankets are very flexible and stretchy, so they won't taper in too much if you just miss one. So once you've reached the end or the last of your yarn, no need to panic. All you do is go ahead and grab your next ball of yarn and lay it out on the table. So here I've made my last loop possible and I've got this little tail, got my new yarn, and I'm going to take the tail of my new yarn and get, make a little X. This part is easy. You just make a standard shoelace knot once and then twice. Now you can take both pieces of the yarn and tug gently on each end to tighten the knot. Don't pull too tightly or it will rip. And then you're gonna have those little tails around your knot. You can cut those off now or save them for later, but don't cut too closely to the knot or it could fall out. But then from here, you just continue to make your loops as you normally would. There is gonna be a knot in your blanket, that's how these are, but again, it kind of just blends in with all the texture. And here's a little problem solving tip. If you ever find yourself seeing two pieces of yarn that are parallel to each other, don't sweat it. This just means that some of your loops have fallen out from the row below. So use that shorter piece of yarn to re-loop your loops and then you'll be back on track. So don't worry about it, it happens. So from here on out, all you're going to do is continue to add rows to your blanket until you reach the desired length. Don't forget to keep counting those loops, flipping over your blanket to make sure you haven't missed one. But again, if you did, it is not the end of the world. Don't unravel seven rows just to fix one loop. But I do understand if you're that kind of person and you just want it to be absolutely perfect. Totally fine. But you can hide it if you don't want to go back and fix it. Now, once you've reached the end of your blanket, here's what you're going to do. Once you are happy with the size of your blanket, go ahead and set yourself up for another row just as you normally would. Make that loop there a little bit bigger than normal and go ahead and add in a second loop. Now with your second loop, kind of pinch it, put your hand through the first one, grab the second loop and pull it through. I'm gonna do this again several times. So create a loop. Pinch the second one, push it through the first, and tug up a little bit. Create a loop, send it through the first one, and tug. And you'll start to see it creates this really beautiful braid, and it finishes off the edge of your blanket really nicely. Now this is going from left to right, let me show you how you do it from right to left. The process is exactly the same. It's just easier for me to visualize and hopefully easier for you to visualize, depending on where you are ending your blanket. So here we go. We're gonna send the second loop we made through the first. Create a new loop. Send the second one through the first and you'll start to see your braid form. And I actually had a knot at the very end of this corner and you can see it just kind of blends right on in with that braid. 
And once you've braided all the way to the end and made your last little loop there, you're gonna grab your pair of scissors and cut off the remainder of the yarn because we don't need that anymore. And you're going to be left with a tail. So with the end of the tail, go ahead and poke that right through the last loop to create a standard knot. And kind of using your hand, scrunch that knot so that it is as close to the blanket as possible. Then you're just going to loop it around one more time on its own and create that knot. Again, pushing it towards the blanket so that it's not sticking out. And now your blanket is nice and secure. You can knot it however many times you'd like. I just did two. And you're welcome to cut a little bit more off of the tail, but what you're gonna end up doing is just weaving it through the edges of your blanket to give it a seamless look. And then you're all done. All right, so at this point, your blanket is completely done and you don't have to go any further. But if you are planning on gifting this to someone, adding these little made with love charms that I got at Hobby Lobby or you can find them on Amazon, it's a really nice touch for that gift. So if you're interested in learning how to put these on, you can keep on watching. So to get started adding your charm, you're going to want to grab your threader and your needle. And if you've never threaded a needle before, uh, that's okay because I didn't know how to before this. So what you'll do is you'll slide that needle on, then your thread goes through the threader loop. So you can see me modeling that here. And then you'll take your needle and carefully slide it off the threader, pulling all the way until your threader comes off and then you're left with the thread in the needle. So knot it at the top a few times just like I did to secure it on there. And then at the very end, the other end of your thread, knot that several times so you get a nice little chunky knot so that when you pull it through your blanket, it doesn't just come right on out. Now with your little tail that is left, go ahead and weave that through the edge of your blanket. Take your needle and poke through that little tail end, securing it to another piece that's already on the blanket and pull all the way through until your knot stops the thread from pulling. Go back through one more time, but stop about halfway and grab the little thread loop that's there, poke the needle through it, and now you're creating a nice little knot so that that stitch is locked in. And I like to repeat this a few times just to make sure that it's all going to be nice and secure. Go ahead and add in your charm when you're ready. Make sure that the words are the right side up. Push it all the way down so that it's against the blanket. And right next to it, you're just going to follow the same steps going through and making that knot. so that your charm is nice and secure. And I would do this at least three times to make sure that charm isn't gonna fall off. So all you do is pull that loop over the needle to create a little knot. And here's how it looks. Of course, you can cut off any extra threads too. All right, everybody, so that is it. That's how you can make your very own chunky knit blanket for about half the cost of the ones in home decor stores, which is pretty sweet. And this process is a lot of fun. 
just be patient with yourself and pace yourself out. This is something you can create or finish up within several hours. You could work on it throughout the day if you took several breaks, or you could just stretch it out over several weeks. Whatever it is you decide to do, just make sure that you're having fun. Put some Netflix on the TV, grab a cup of coffee or hot chocolate, and just enjoy the process. Now, one more tip before I go. I did want to mention that you can totally throw these into the washing machine and dryer to keep them looking nice, bright, and clean. So in your washing machine, I would choose a delicate cycle or your lowest spin cycle with cold water. You can still use your laundry detergent, your softener. I would just avoid using bleach on these, but then over in the dryer, choose your lowest heat setting or the air dry cycle if your machine has that available. Those are all the tips and tricks that I have for you today. And I hope that they're able to help you create a beautiful chunky knit blanket on your own. If you have any trouble making your blanket or you have a question about something that I mentioned, please just leave it in the comment section down below and I will definitely reply and do my best to help you out if you're having any difficulty. And if you found this video helpful, I would really love it if you would just give it a thumbs up and consider subscribing to my channel for more videos like this one. But until I see you guys again, stay nice and cozy. Okay, well, so let me ask. I see that you can't really, like, you have a great chain if you were a crochet person. <laughs> so with knitting, you have to leave loops. So if you look. Because so, I don't know how I'm going to get into the next the row. You're not, because you're going to undo it. I'm going to have to undo the hold, whole hold, thing. Hold. Damn it. Go ahead. I'll show it you. was so much fun, though. It is fun. You know, casting on can be very satisfying. Okay. So give me here. All right. So oh, we're all waving, waving. We're going to do like this. Because I'm not trying to fucking multitask right now, right? Uh-huh. So... Finger knitting is not an exact, like she said, it's not exact. I'm gonna make that one tighter. Oh, no, no, don't go in there. Finger okay. knitting is not my jam. Apparently not. Well, you're the one that decided to do this weird shit. <laughs> Just spur the fucking moment. She's like, oh, yeah. farmer's shark is closed. Fuck them. We're gonna do this today instead. Exactly. That's how that went down. In case anybody was wondering. All right, maybe this will help us better. So if you use your fingers like knitting needles, guys, according, I feel like my grandmother's sitting here all like chewing on my lip and shit trying mm -hmm. to focus. Um, so I'm just using my, like I'm using my arm like I would use a knitting needle. So same thing with your finger. I'm casting it on like it's its okay. own row. Like this is your needle. I'm just going to give you a, for instance, say I wanted to cast on to the next row. Mm -hmm. What you do here is you loop with little chub fingers like mine okay let me, show me on my fingers because i don't i don't i, like, I don't, I I don't get it fingers. okay all right get left finger left index finger okay left index finger yep okay okay yep so in order to cast on 
turn it around. Yeah, make sure that your tail is behind your tail is behind you. Okay. And then when you do your next, you're gonna loop through here. Like so. Anyway, you looped through through I'll where? Show you. Okay. I'll show you on this one. Mm -hmm. Down this way. I'm gonna go around the front from the back, pull forward. Eh, eh, give me your fin and cast. There you go. Look at you. I didn't do shit. You did right. that. <laughs> I know, but see here. Okay. Right, All right. From here, I think I twisted you here. You're going to go in that direction. Right. Yeah. All right. So from here, with your little fucking finger, right here, loop. You can loop through the front. That's what I do. Okay. And then hook it back on to your finger. Okay. So, so I'll show it to you in a giant version. Hold on. As I'm all good and fucking tangled in this bitch. See what she does to me, guys? Hold on. Okay, so I'm going to take this, loop it through here, and put it around my finger here. Right? Yes. Looks very much like that. But I will show you in a big version. So let me show you, like, the ginormal version of how that would go. So... Okay. Should we do the, the arm knitting instead of this? I the think other? you should do the arm knitting with okay. me. I don't know what her pattern is, but like I said, I have one here that I'm using. And clearly it's going fucking gangbusters over here second time around. Okay. First let's, time around, not so much. Let's try this here. Let's see what we got here. Hi, I'm Jess from Wool in the Gang, and I'm going to show you how to arm knit a blanket using our crazy sexy wool. You're going to need nine balls of this, and today your arms are going to be your knitting needles. It's really easy, really fast. You don't need any pattern. I'm going to show you all the techniques that you need, and you can find the link to buy the materials, the crazy sexy wool, in the description. Okay, so now we're going to arm knit our blanket, and we're using crazy sexy wool in tweed grey today. It looks itchy. Would you like me to wind you a ball? We're going to work with three strands of crazy sexy wool held together. And you need to, we're going to do the long tail cast on. Pause real quick and I can roll you up a ball. Okay, she's doing three strands. That's because her yarn isn't as thick as yours is. Give me your end. Okay. All right, so to make your ball. Yeah. I take it off, I fold it in half. And this bitch here, I got no idea. <laughs> it's okay, I got a yarn roller at home and I was so excited, but it doesn't work with the fucking size ball yarn that I use. It works for the little fucking bullshit, not doing shit balls. Not good with the big yarn. It doesn't have to be perfect, it just keeps it from being tangled because I'll tell you, I've not pulled my yarn apart and did it in a ball and ended up having to cut and attach yarn because the fucking knots were so bad that I oh. would get, like after working on the same fucking knot for 45 minutes, I'm just like, fuck it, and I cut it. And <laughs> so that's why I, I learned to do it like this. I remember having to roll fucking yarn into balls when I was a kid because everybody crocheted in my family. All right, we're gonna arm knit away. Okay. Right, so I, maybe I just have you teach me. 
How's I'm that? going to right instead now. of instead of this bitch up here. So all right, so I got you. So you, you, a slip knot. You, you gotta let I'm me like, do it. Okay, make yourself a slip knot. Cause I'm. I know it says on here to make your tail like six feet long. Fuck you. My tail is. Okay. How do I make a slip knot? Here. So mm -hmm. we're gonna do a little bit more yarn than that. This yeah. way it does have a decent tail. Okay. I just now that you're looking at me, I can't fucking do it. Man. That's how I do it. Like so, get your arm in there. Okay. Okay. You don't, have, you don't want it to be too big, too tight. Okay. You're right. going to loop it through. Uh huh. And you're gonna loop it through. So there's three. Now can uh, you want to keep this down here? You want to keep your seam, for lack of a better term, there, and then just knit through. Try to keep it as straight as possible. And do that until you have 15 on there. Okay. Yeah, like I said, try to keep your braid slash mm -hmm. seam in one spot. Okay. All right, well. Get 15 on there and then we'll go from there. All right. So, well, then I guess we'll talk. We should. So. People like it when we talk better anyway. We're you fucking, know. We're fucking holy race. Well, and there's this crazy shit going on. Oh, I don't want that to turn. Um, so, you know, I told yeah, you about Gabriel you know, and all that. Yeah, yeah, you were telling me that you had something to say. I told you the other day when you fucking called. I was like, what's going on? Do you have something to tell me? You're like, no. I'm like, bitch, you're fucking lying, but okay. <sighs> so I we always tell. We had a pause, as it was, as it were. You had a tiny sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Uriel had to find his vessel, which he did. Okay. Eh, give me your... The thing is, Uriel is mute. Okay. So now he talks to me in text message. The via fuck are we talking about his now? vessel, the Archangel Uriel, okay. the Archangel of time, sort of. He doesn't control time. He just can manipulate it better than others. It's a different than most people think. Time is, anyway. One, two, three, four, five. It's a made-up concept. That's what it tells me. It's it like, is. Mom, it's a made-up concept. It is. I was like, uh, look, I don't know. I was like, whoever came up with 24 sevens a piece of shit because I need 4810. Like, <laughs> I mean, fuck. So, let's see. I was initially told, well, here, I'll read some of these to you. As I lose my fucking, we have got to get new. Mm hmm Husband, big bad. Mm-hmm. So you know Uriel's original vessel was Justin. Okay. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Remember, you don't you haven't told me all of this. I know. You just kind of like um asked me. His original vessel was Justin, which Justin was stubborn and didn't listen to him really. And um, anyway, so he said, uh, first he said, well, um, there will be a great morning. When I decide the morning ends, then the fire rain will start. Which we talked about the fire rain. Yes. Moving my sorry, I have to move my 
my question is what causes the morning, the great morning, not morning as in like the time of day, but morning as in like we're sad. Mm -hmm. So I think I've heard that that term before. So that's probably also interesting. I've heard that term before. Great morning. Yes. Hmm. I'm not sure where, but I have. All right. Um, then he said, let's see. You have 15 on there yet? Almost. When the time comes, do not run. Do not panic. Stand still, my child, and set your feet as a stone. For those who scurry shall surely be consumed. Which I say that a lot these days. And I understand that what the time is. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me finish. So, and he also said there's an evil spirit lurking, seeking to cause harm. Protect yourself. Oh, Put on your armor. That's come great. Come to my house and get that taken care of. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, your wolf pack that you have been in the chats is not born yet. It is a great and grand family. There are so many loving relationships involved and evolving. It reminds me of a beehive. Both of you and all of them have a communication unlike others, but it is a beehive. You must number your people. Choose 12 and give those 12 charge of 70 more to serve in your wolf pack. 840 is all you need. You have until the end of December. The following days after we'll be on to the new wolf pack for training and preparation. Hmm. So I've been seeking the 12, of which you are not one because you are mine. So, oh, yeah, no. All right. Come here, bitch. Okay. All right. So with this hand, yeah. well, actually what I was doing was with this hand. Grab this here, right? Okay. Stick that your hand mm -hmm. through there. So what I have done now... Oh, you want to pull yourself? Quit pulling away from yourself, you shithead. All right. So we have one knit. Grab this. Grab it. With your hand. No, grab it with this hand. Wait, wait. Grab it. Yeah, how about I show you how I do it? So I grab it with the hand that it's on, right? I go like this. I slide this off. I put it over here. So as you... Wait, wait. Okay. So go, like this... And then get that over... Oh, wait, how many did you end up with? Three? No, they're like, oh, let go, let go. Okay. Ah, fuck that ball. There goes my ball. And now I've lost a. No, no, you didn't lose a stick. Put it back on your arm. That was, you still have. Count. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Thirteen, fourteen. This is fifteen. There you go. All right. Mesh. I want to make sure that that's semi straight here. There you go. We'll go with this for now. I'm not super excited about it. I'm not excited about it at all. That's the direction I wanted it. Okay. okay. So how I do it? Let's just we'll just go back to this. I will unknit that stitch. Unknitting <coughs> very satisfying. In case anybody was wondering. Okay. You figure it out. All right, so I have two, four, six, eight, ten, 
12, 14, 15. Okay, here I am. My, your arm that you have it in, I know that you're like me. Mm -hmm. You'll figure it out. Though. Hand here. Grab it. Okay. Pull it through. Onto my other hand. Loop it under your other hand and drop. Let go. Uh, no, you're going to loop. You're going to drop this. You're going to loop this onto your other hand and then do the same. Now, see? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, we're going to go back. I'll put, I'll uncast this stitch. Hold on. It's really not as hard as it looks. Okay. So it kind of is. It kind of is. I'm retarded. Well, I mean, you know. Okay. I, this is the first time I'm doing it, so I'm showing you. All right. All right. So I grab it, right? I want to make it face mm -hmm. that way. I want to make the tail be back here. So when you're coming from that arm, you're fine where you're, not the tail. I meant this part. You're work, yeah, working yeah. yarn. This is your tail. This is your working yarn, right? Yeah. Okay. So here, you kept your braid all nice and mostly. So my tail is like way it'll, back here. It'll straighten out. You'll. No, it won't, but okay. It will. When you take it off of this arm, you'll be able to stretch it. That's what I've been doing. Okay. Okay. So now I've put the working yarn towards the back mm -hmm. because I'm on this arm. Okay. I grabbed here. Yep. With your hand. Pull it through. Look me. Pull, drop the loop. Okay. And then put, put your new loop on your new hand. Okay. Now make sure it's tight again. Pull it up with your hand. Pull this part up with your hand. Your working yarn. Just your working yarn. But just, just pull up your working yarn. That doesn't seem to tighten it. It, it should. Okay. Okay. There you go. Now right. you're going to do the same thing. So now, now I'm grabbing it with this. <sighs> See, I like to grab it with the hand that it's on and hold it. Oh. Loop this part over. Loop that part onto your hand. Okay. See. I. I think you have it. Somehow think I. Fucked this up though. That's the nice this thing about stitch. yarn. It's very forgiving. Okay. Even on. if it's twisted backwards, it doesn't. Let's get... I can totally hear your shitheads out there. Okay. Look, you're good. Now let go of your. Nope. Nope. You're linking. This is the one you're supposed to drop. This is the one that's supposed to go on your hand. So let go. Okay. We're going to do this again. Where the fuck am I? Grabbing my yarn. Oh, because I'm doing it just like you are. Mm -hmm. Grabbing my yarn. I don't normally do it in this direction, but I will. Yeah. So I'm grabbing my yarn with this hand. Oh, this I is see. the hand that it's coming off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this hand. I got it. Right. I slide this through here. I loop up this way. Eh, I Oops. lost my working yarn. There it is. Okay. Like I'm getting ready to be on my third fucking ball, and I'm really bummed that I didn't buy all six of them. So I was like, there's no way. I'm not going to make that happen. But yep, I fucking did. Oh, look, and there's still more of it. Okay, so I mean, look at you, shithead. See how fast it goes once you figure it out? All right. See, she's got it. Don't fucking listen to her. But then when you go to do your. Then when I thought about it, it's gone. Hold on. Right? I know. <laughs> You're good. All right. So loop onto your hand. Mm hmm. Look at you, you fucking arm knitting bitch. See, that took you two seconds to figure out. I'm still retarded. I mean, we're all fucking just a little retarded. I mean. Okay. So now I'm back to. Now you're back to this arm. This. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel pretty good. Okay. Right. All right. Well, sure. You're not on that on. Why, Why am I missing? A... No, hold on. You may not be. It Sometimes it feels like they get big too. Four. 
six, eight, ten, twelve. Yep, fourteen, fifteen. Okay. There you go. Sometimes it, some are looser than others. Some are tighter than others. You'll see. All right. But as you're working it, you can pull it. So then. So then from here. Now, of course, you're always on the opposite fucking hand from me, you shit. <laughs> oh, okay. So Okay. So I'm basically going to do the same thing. You're going to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You're going to grab your yarn. You're going to loop it back. Now I can just go okay. like this. Does it make sense now? Ish. Mm -hmm. Ish, right? Man. All right, so grab this. Watch, grab this. Well, you're on your hand. When you get to, when you're all the way on this arm, we're gonna do it together. Okay. That's why so, we're both on the right, same so arm. So I'm grabbing this, right? Uh huh. I'm putting this over here. Mm -mm. No, no. Grabbing this. What? Fuck. Are you on the end? Are you on your end? Mm -hmm. loop? No, oh. my second loop. Oh, you're going in this direction. You're going this direction. Put on, I don't on, on knit you here. And then wait, give me this. And go like this. Okay. Just put that fucking right there for now. You have 15. Mm -hmm. Might be a little twisted. It's fine. All right. So. Okay. So. Where the fuck was I? My first one. On my next. You're on your right arm. Right. Because so. that's my end. Yep. Yes. You want to. Leave your short on. Mm -hmm. Leave that shorty down there. Yeah, we'll, he's down we'll there. We'll work him in later. All right. I don't know what happened there. I fucked up my first round too, so don't feel bad. All Remember, right. he was like way off from everyone else. That's okay. why. Okay. Man. Right. Okay. okay. So let's just pretend that I'm still on the first. Am All I right. Still on my first one. Okay, I didn't fuck that up, did I? No. So. Nope, I did. So now I'm holding it like this, mm -hmm. right? And you're going to grab like this, mm -hmm. and you're going to loop there. You're gonna grab, right? Guys, <sighs> which direction was I going before she yeah. fucked with me? Yeah, we're going to figure it out. That's what's going to happen. And if I fuck it up, obviously it only takes me a few minutes to redo it, so it's not a big deal. <sighs> fuck. Okay, I see. You see? Mm -hmm. She says, I see. Meh. Yep, I totally see. I know somebody fucked me up here. Fuck you, Vanessa. <laughs> Fuck me up while I was fixing your shit. I know. Asshole. Unknitting is super easy, though. <laughs> I will make this work. Okay. Watch me. Determination. Okay. Okay. So. Same deal. Yep. It is all backwards. All right. It happens. All right. So if you feel like you're super fucked up and you want to pull it out, I'm obviously starting over for the third fucking time. No, second time. Second time. Okay. 
Oh, are you feeling it now? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I just fucked up my shit. <laughs> but they've been watching me. I they seen me start it. They seen how far I got before you came along and fucked me up. Mm -hmm. You know what, bitch? I think you just need to get me stoned. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's what I deserve right now. Oh, speaking of, I told you that when, oh, well, finish telling me your fucking story and then we'll talk about my little trip to Tennessee. Okay. So and I will talk to them about whatever the fuck it is I have going on with the farm. So he said the reign of fire will begin when the morning ends. The people will grow more angry towards God. There'll be a great lack of repentance. And so he will consume the rest. Only a few will be left. Those who firm, hold firm to God and our Lord Jesus. Um, that's fun stuff, too. So it has to pass. The 12 must be chosen. Time has to be left behind. Um, you must learn to leave time behind. The conception and your perception of it are wrong. So why live in it? Learn to live without it. Leave it behind. And... Uh, Holy Divine Lord, higher density level, hour of destiny learned. Not interesting. Anyway. So. Now remember, you actually have enough to make this whole blanket. So if we get our shit together. Okay, here we go. This was this morning. This is why I'm in a bit of a funk right now. You were fucking on one when I got here this morning. Mm -hmm. I was like, this bitch. I was like, were I really this upset about a fucking vape? I don't think so. That was just the outlet for your rage, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, All right. Here we go. I'm pestilence, starting. the sword, and famine. What do these have in common? Pestilence is here and will worsen. The sword will come when the lights are turned off. The fire will bring the famine. So if the end of the morning brings the fire, what causes the morning? What have we done? Look what we've lost. Oh, how we miss the life we had. Where we will. So, listen. When the power goes out, which it will, and it'll be out for a while, 40 days, probably. Oh, some of these are much tighter than others. Oh, that happens. Like I said, you'll be able to stretch it out later. Mm -hmm. Then, um, you know, there's only three days worth of food in the grocery store at any given time. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier while I was... Truck. People don't really have much food in their homes, not I enough mean, to I get them through. On vacation. <laughs> so when when the power goes out unexpectedly, and you know it could be tomorrow, there's supposed to be a solar storm coming through that could knock out the power for weeks or months or forty days. It will take seventy-two hours for the world to descend into complete chaos. For people I think to they're start giving us more credit fighting their neighbors over the last can of peaches. The looting will start almost immediately. But once that's done, um, 
Is this out of your book or out of your text message? Or is this just what you no, uh, what already have to tell me? Okay. This is what I know. So, um, you know, but once then after, <laughs> once normal people start to wake up and realize that, uh, See, it happened. Fuck. Ha you have to start over Fuck, I just again. dropped the whole fucking thing. I dropped a stitch and now it's gone. I got to start the whole thing over. Damn it. Okay, that's fine. But I we're starting right at the there. same time. I was right How about there. that? All right. We'll start at All the same right. time. Right. I will leave right. my I will leave my All 15 right. stitches right Man, here on my arm. I was, I was like, going too. It right? That's why I was so excited. I was going. I, the... I was going. I was going. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's really easy from the end, from your working yarn. Yeah, pull, see how satisfying it is, though, to pull it out. It's a whole Man. That. So when regular people, normal people realize that the power is not going to come back on and that they're out of food, then they're going to start really. First, they're going to go and ask their neighbors for help. And if they don't get shot, which they might, mm -hmm. then um, and they get told no, because their neighbors understand that they don't have enough food to, go to, share. to share. And they're going to come back with whatever weapons they have. And they probably will get shot. And the whole world is going to descend into absolute chaos. And let's see. This is from, let's see. Oh, my stomach is Man will turn against man, nation against nation, family against family. What causes chaos? Take away their idolatries, power, and internet. A three-prong attack on the power grid. Sun war and vandalism. So... All right, you're back to your stuff now. And it always looks different. So if you wanted to undo it and redo it, you can. Oh, no, it's fine. Okay. All right. So you want to tighten up just a little bit. Not too much. Yeah, you're good. Now, remember, you're going to cast on through here. Backwards or forwards? Right well, here? I mean, you can do it this way. If you wanted to do it, I have to make sure they're not weeding mine into yours. Mm-hmm. So two, watch, come back here, pull it forward. There we go. Three, make sure that your your working yarn is behind your hand. Okay. And look at her just knitting on my fucking arm. <laughs> hey. I know. Um. So third. But see, you'll get it. You'll get it. Well, once you have fifteen on there, let me know, and we will. Uh. Make sure your is behind you. There you go. They do get twisted when you uh, when you finish your for when you cast on your next row. This will be down low enough to where you can stretch it and make it tight. But you normally don't worry about the stretching until it's done. Doesn't have to be too tight. And that way. Where are you? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right. You know what? I'm taking these couple boots off so I can Nine. curl up on the chair here. I'll have you know, guys, I was super Ten. close to being done with a blanket that I've been working on for. I finished the pink, white, and gray one. You guys I think I was on the show when I finished that one. Mm -hmm. And then I started the one for oh. one of my other girls and I ordered the same 
number of balls of yarn, same size fucking yarn, the whole shebang, same fucking pattern. I get through the fourth ball of yarn on my road trip to Tennessee, and I still have this much blanket left to knit, which means one of those balls was probably short, short or a couple of them were whatever. So I went home and I had another small one. So because I used a 300 gram ball. So then mm-hmm. I had a 100 gram ball of the same yarn at home. Well, I just finished it in your porch and I still don't have enough to finish that. Book. I think I had to order one more. My brothers. So I was and then I was like, oh, because I wanted to start my son's blanket because I'm making him one and I wanted to do it while I was on the road trip. This way he wouldn't see me make it. I would have time to wash it and put it away before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And yeah, fuck you. I needed those needles in order to knit that fucking blanket. So I ended up stopping on the way out of fucking Tennessee at Hobby Lobby and picked up another set of needles so I can start knitting it. Okay. That's dedication. All right. So here we are. You grab your working yarn is Mm -hmm. right here in your right hand, right? Yep. Grab it in this direction. Point this way. You're pointing that that way. Your working yarn is pointing behind you. Yeah. Like... Right. Yeah. So I grab it. I'm going to see how it's wrapped around my thumb and then through this way. Okay. I'm going to pull this piece mm-hmm. off and yep. I'm going to slide this new loop on. Right. Yeah. And we're just going to keep doing that. And you can pull your loops tighter every time you can, every time you do it. This way it's not, you know, too loose. And we shall get there. All right, here we go. Let's see. But we don't have to be speedy, Gonzalez. We can take our time. Well, not really. You have to leave in like 20 minutes to go to work. I mean, but... yeah, there's that. But I'm just saying. Well, let's see how far I get again. <laughs> so... All right, finish your story. I, I keep trying. I can always keep interrupting you because I'm trying to get you to mm-hmm. to yarn it up. But this was your idea, so <laughs> bitch, talk it up. So 30% are going to die by pestilence, 30% by the sword, and 30% by famine. Okay. So. And you were thinking that this is happening in the next what two weeks? Mm-hmm. I think soon. you were saying something like that. You Pretty were concerned soon. with well, I mean, with the timing of weeks things to months, a few months maybe, but not many. Um, well, I'll have you guys know that while well, Vanessa was over here fucking there we go. doing planning the fucking end of the world. Yes. Well, she was collapsing it up. I was in Tennessee on a little, we'll say our one year wedding anniversary was our excuse for going like, mm-hmm. so we could go and not feel terrible about it. But I went and I looked at, went and I stayed on a little family farm up in um, Evansville, Tennessee. It's like kind of between Chattanooga and not Nashville. What's the other one? Oh, um, not Knoxville. Yes, that's it. Okay. So between those two, And I had a great time. It was really nice. It was beautiful. The lady was really nice. Her chickens were awesome. I got to hold them and they ate out of my hand and it was all great. And then we drove up uh, on Thursday before we headed home to look at a 190 acre unrestricted property up in uh, Kyle's Ford. And I really liked it up there. And I got to talk to some of the, I got to talk to a 
a local convenience store owner, for lack of a better term, he lived like his house is right there. And then his store and restaurant is right there on the road. He was really nice. And that was great. But then, of course, I was like, eh, this house, I mean, it's an older brick home. It's really pretty. It's got a basement, blah, blah, blah. You can tell it's been vacant for a while and at least two years. But the rest of that acreage is all mature timber. And we would have to clear all of the land to do anything with that particular property and the price isn't bad i mean six hundred thousand for for 190 acres of unrestricted land i don't think is terrible honestly mm -mm. but with that being said it would still require so much more to get it to where we would even be able to bring animals onto the land or uh you know plant anything or even bring out the zip grow pot i wouldn't be able to do that until i cleared the land so i was like eh, okay fine whatever let's head back home and I was just sitting there like going through Zillow and I reduced I've, all of my uh, searches have been like minimum amount of acreage, hundred acres. So I was like, eh, let me just drop it down to 50. Cause that's the next option that fucking Zillow has. And I got to tell you guys, you can ask me this. The house that I found is fucking amazing. It was actually built in 1906. It's, I don't know, what was it? Like 2,600 square feet. It's a four bedroom, fully remodeled, absolutely beautiful, has 50 acres, has comes with four it comes with a chicken coop three pastures fenced off uh cross, fenced and cross fenced a bunch of clear land it comes with a barn it comes with that has stalls and a tack room there's a canning room and walk-in pantry at the back of the house there there comes with the chicken coop and 14 laying hens so the biggest Fundraising day of the year is coming up on Giving Tuesday, which uh, is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving every year. And this year, I think that's what, the 28th. Mm -hmm. So on Giving Tuesday, instead of nonprofits reaching out to donors and trying to find somebody to give them money, there are actually donors who need to get rid of money for tax deductible purposes. And they want, you know, that mm -hmm. that benefit on that day. All of those people are looking for nonprofit campaigns to donate to. So our our campaign for Giving Tuesday is going to be to raise the funds to get land. And I really do think that this is the property because you had told me when we all decided on Tennessee in mm -hmm. our wonderful best board meeting movie uh, uh, call ever. That was so great. The only okay, one. Super fucking stoked. The one and only one that we were able to get everybody on the call together. Uh, we all agreed that Tennessee was it. And I remember I was like looking, I was like, Havana's gonna fuck all the houses that in property that I had saved that was good. They're all fucking gone now. I was like, and I'm not really seeing anything I like. And you were like, Heather, the right property will come up at the right time. Mm -hmm. Well, son of a bitch, it did. And there's actually two options. There's that property, which is on 50 acres. And it's unfortunately... $799,000, mm -hmm. but it has basically everything we need. We could hit the ground running and all we would, we could already, we could bring on animals right away. We could do all of those things immediately. And, and during that time, work on building the other home sites, which is great. But then the other option is a for sale by owner on 67 acres, also extremely well equipped, equipped for 470, which I thought was good. So I think the couple of options, I found a couple others, but those were the two that stood out the best. So our campaign for Giving Tuesday is going to be, of course, you know, trying to get the funds together for starting the farm. Uh, so stay tuned guys, because you know, I've never done this before. We'll see how that works out. <laughs> um, but that's how, since it's on the 28th, I have a couple of weeks to work on it. Now, uh, what else were we talking about? Oh, I am. We've 
this is why we're knitting here. Uh, we've decided that really got to get my shit together and start making stuff for us to sell on the site. And I also realized that I could do two. I could do, we can do the Freedom Garden site. And then I decided to do a Shopify where all of the money specifically just goes to the farm. Like I won't, I won't see it. It'll just go straight in to, to the farm account, to the farm account. It won't ever hit my bank account because I was like, you know what? I just, I never look at that account <laughs> because mm -hmm. there's never anything in there. Well, there's never going to be anything in there if I don't start, uh, you know, getting shit to put in there. So that's what I'm going to do. It's going to be Mama H's handmade crafts. I started it. It's not ready. I haven't launched it yet because, as you can see, I am knitting. So I'm trying to knit my okay. first thing to put on there. So Where are you at? I, oh, look, you're at the end. What's your next color? Or are you going light gray or are you going teal? Teal. Mm. I would do the light gray. Okay. All right. So. so just grab your end. You don't even really need to ball it at this point. There it is. Here. Okay. Just the knots don't have to be used. Like she said, they will blend in. You just mm -hmm. want to make sure that they're tight enough that they're not going to come loose. And then just keep going, sister. Okay. Right? Where was I going? All right. So, Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday. So, yep. that's that's the plan. We're going to do the campaign. Is going to be specifically, I think we're going to put the goal at three million dollars for i know that sounds fucking crazy right guys but no, in today's market in today's I was, economy no, i did a really bunch of research i did a bunch of research on it i've done so many i've been on so many websites and i've been working you know looking on all kinds of different non-profit forums and based on what we're looking to do and the number of initial employees that we're going to have which is like eight i think mm -hmm. um that it said with eight and then with what the property would cost and like a bunch of other things. Basically, I just, you know, used a roundabout figure, put it in and it was like, yeah, you should try to raise $3 million for your startup costs. And I was like, okay, so that's what I'm gonna put the goal in as. I'm also going to reach out to other, hopefully decent means to, you know, that can possibly help mm -hmm. me negotiate contracts. I was hoping to, like, I reached out to my brother. I sent him the listing for the house and, you know, asked him to look at it, tell me what he thinks. He's been, he owns over 200 houses in New York. He knows how to negotiate better than anybody. So I'm going to use him as a resource for that. But it really motivated me to the point where, like, I, honestly, if I didn't love the kids at the group home, I probably would just quit right now and just spend the rest of this year fully focusing on getting just the farm going but i can't do it like i can't do it like i love them so much it's terrible Ugh, it really is i know does that sound terrible like oh my god like heather's over here bitching because she loves a bunch of fucking kids who don't have families no that's not what i'm bitching about what i'm bitching about is that uh Fuck, man. They I, almost every day, every, every time I leave there, I cry. It's just, it's terrible. Not because like they're horrible or anything, but because I'm only there two nights a week. And on those two nights, first of all, I never fucking sit down until 1130. As soon mm -hmm. as I walk through that door, it's like a fucking 
line of kids just lined up like, oh, Miss Heather, you're here. Oh, Miss Heather, will you help me do this? Will you help me do that? Oh, Miss Heather, will you put the sheets on my bed? Oh, can you help me do my laundry? Oh, can you make me fucking Pop-Tarts? Oh, can you go boil me up some ramen? Like, what the fuck, bro? But, and at the end of the night, they all, and they don't do it to anybody else, but at the end of the night, it's like, okay, everybody's going to bed. They've had their meds. I'm ready to choke all of them. Get the fuck out of here. And then I have to go to everybody's room because nobody will go to bed until I come in and give them a hug and a kiss. And they literally don't do this with any of the other staff. So it breaks my heart to even consider leaving there. It's terrible. Um, I was talking to you about the girl that we want to adopt. We had that discussion. Uh, mm -hmm. So we are going to be, and you know what? Monica had brought it up. She was like, you know what, Heather? She's like, well, can you convert the garage into like a, you know, like a, a, like basically like a little studio for either Olivia or DJ. And I was, at first I was thinking, I was like, fuck man, I have so much stuff in there, but it would be so much more cost effective if I just converted the garage. So that is the plan. That's why I was like, yes, I'm not coming over on Monday. <laughs> I'm going to be in the garage cleaning it out. Re I have, cause I have to remodel my, um, I'm doing, I'm finally doing my fucking closet. Finally. Finally. That's the plan. Anyway, because um, once I can get my closet redone, I can get a bunch of shit out of the garage. And then I can start doing that because I have a bunch of furniture in there and I'm going to be, you know, trying to get rid of and sell some stuff. But mainly refinish it so I can use it to decorate, you know, furnish the house when we move. But um, we're going to start on that. I think if we can get the closet done this week, then I think we're going to start uh, prepping the garage for you know, to be, I mean, we're going to have to paint it. I'm going to have to, you know, seal in all the cracks, make sure that the garage door is insulated and I'm going to need your husband for that. And mm -hmm. then like, uh, you know, a couple other things, but I think that that's the fastest and smartest way to get this done. Uh, the poor girl's birthday's on Thanksgiving. I feel terrible. She's going to be 15. Who wants, I mean, it's bad enough that you're spending, you know, the holidays not at home with family, whether, you know, at that age, even if their family's shitty, they still fucking love them and they still would like to have somebody around, you know, that's just how that works. And uh, so I really just, I'm trying to get this process started and hopefully completed, completed before we get up to the Tennessee. property. Yep. Yeah. Because I want to take her with us. Absolutely. She's awesome. You guys are going to love her. She is like, she's, so one of the other girls was like, oh my God, you two are like the same. Like just sitting there, she was fucking with me. Like just fucking, just like fucking with me. I smacked her in the titty, and I was like, "Bitch, knock it the fuck off!" And she's like, "You fucking knock it off!" And, and then, uh, one of the girl, one of the other kids came up and was like hugging me, and she's like, "You better get off my mom right now before I punch you in the titty." And I was like, "That's hilarious." But that, but she makes me. It makes me feel good that because she's not like that with really anybody. She hasn't had anybody to really take an interest in her because you know. People suck. Mm -hmm. People suck. And I get it. Like, yeah, some of these kids aren't. They're obviously not. Not all of them are fucking innocent of, like, not ever doing fucked up shit. We're fucking kids. Of course they did fucked up shit. But they're kids. Uh, I just struggle with the fact that, it, to me, it feels like they're being punished because of what happened to them. That's the part that bothers me. Because they don't get to have a life. They don't get to leave. They don't get to go hang out with friends. They, if they don't have an activity planned, they are stuck in the house all day, every day. And that fucking sucks. And, to, and and that's how they feel. And I only know that because they do talk to me about it. They're like, man, it wouldn't be so bad here if we could just have a fucking life. And I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, but it's for your safety. I know it sounds shitty, but, and they're like, I know, but it's like, fuck man. I get like, so many of them, 
only three out of like 12 kids went to homecoming. And, you know, none of them get to do any of that stuff because they don't have families or anything to pay for it. And I know that the group home doesn't have enough money to pay for everybody to go. But it kind of breaks my heart. Like, I didn't do any of those things, but that was because I wasn't interested in that shit. <laughs> like, I didn't care. Um, But these kids, you know, they care. They'd like to be a part of the rest of the fucking world, I'm sure. So if I could, I'd just take all of them home. But I don't have room for them. TJ's like, you're allowed to adopt one. And I was like, what? He's like, one. One. And I was like, why? And he's like, you're not going to make a fucking habit of this, mom. You can't be fucking bringing them home all the time. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, you, bring, you used to bring your friends home all the time. He's like, yeah, but they were going to fucking leave. Like, <laughs> not all of them did, <laughs> Not though. all of them did, though. So, yeah, he, but he, but you know, he's also being really supportive because he understands, like, I've talked to him about, about her situation. I mean, I talked to him about all of them because he's, like, really the only one that's awake when I get home at 1230 in the morning. So, but he's like, mom, is it healthy? He's like, you always seem like you're crying. I'm like, I know it probably doesn't seem like it's healthy, but I was like, it's just because I'm a fucking big baby. You are. I got so fucking soft since I got old. What the fuck? I used to like in really enjoy being a fucking bitch. And now I'm just like, oh, that's more energy than I want. And I fucking, I cry over everything. Fucking hormones. Bullshit. <laughs> You just wait, bitch. You're going to be 45. Fucking the change is coming and you are going to fucking hate it. Just like everybody else. It sucks balls. That shit's a long way off. It the fuck isn't. Pre-menopause is uh, 40 to 50. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, it's supposed to be perimenopause or whatever. Post-menopause is supposed to be like 50 to 60. I don't care what they fucking tell you. That shit doesn't just fucking go away in five years. Okay. I had a hysterectomy at 23. I am now 45. And it would be really fucking nice if I could stop having my flashes. It would be fantastic. <laughs> All right. I'm kicking ass feeling? on this shit. You think so? Mm-hmm. You almost done? Oh, look at you. Oh, wait. I'm going to get the leaves out of there. Look at you. You'll, I told you you'd have a fucking blanket today. So this is my third time starting this motherfucker. Are you still on that first ball of wool? Well, I was running my yard? I was running my mouth. You know. True. That's just how shit goes. This is something you have to do like in front of the TV and not talk because ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh. Fuck. What what? I ran out of yarn. Oh, that happens. I'm like, here I am at the end, and ooh, okay. Hmm. I have enough to make an, even a knot here. Do you have a knot? Come on, you little fucker. Come you through. little fucker, she said. I leave in like five minutes. Yeah, I know. So, which is fine. You know. There we go. Okay. Well, I've got to get. Which way was I going? Isn't that a bitch? Ah. That happens to me too all the time. Well, you tied on that side, so I'm thinking that you're going this way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. The fuck matter. 
You'll know when you have to fucking restart it because that's what happened to me earlier. I uh, thought I started going in the wrong direction because I got sidetracked because I needed to tie a fucking bowl in there. No, I must be going the other way. No, you should be coming. Where's your? Where was your yarn? It's on that side. You're going this way. You're coming towards you this way, right? Nope. The other way. Hmm. I'm trying to think because mine's on. So when I'm work, okay. So you're working right now. You're working left to right instead of right to left, because this is in this hand. Mm -hmm. When you're working, uh, hold on, you're working, look at me, you're working right to left. As you go, yours is on, it's yours in your left hand? Yes. Okay, no, I think you're right now. I think so. I think so. It's so hard to tell when it's not my own hands. I don't know. And I sure as fuck can't teach anybody who's left-handed. That would be a fucking wrap. But now that I've done this, I know that I can teach one of the ladies at work how to do it. She was asking me to figure it out. Good job, Vanessa. See? Right? And look at you. I'm so very proud of you. Now, by the way, casting off, she showed you, it's not hard. Uh, you want to make sure that your knots are tied tightly and don't listen to that bitch. I have experienced... And I don't know if anybody else on this who watches this show knits, but I have experience where I've stuck really soft yarn like this in the washing machine and it got snagged. But you, you do you have a front load or top load? Top do you have load. an agitator? Mm -hmm. Okay. I know this is going to sound crazy. What I do. Take the agitator out. You can do that. But um, even with my front load, when I make something, I take it. And I put it in like a baby blanket or even the blankets that I make the girls. I get them. I get an extra, like a king size pillowcase. I put them inside the pillowcase. And then I tie the pillowcase in a knot. And then I throw it in the washing machine. Because it gets clean and nothing snags it. And then you just take it out in cold water and like low to medium heat. Because you don't want it to shrink too much. So how, how do I tie this out when I'm done? Um... <laughs> So I'm going to tell you to look at a casting off. Dude, video. let's finish watching this. How's that? Yeah, you need to. That's a good idea. Watch a casting off video. So you need to work with a long tail of around four meters. So to measure that out, um, if you just go with four wide arm lengths, okay, kind of like this. So that's one. Did you only have three more balls to go and you're done. Two. Three. Oh, gotta keep going. I'm gonna wind this. Okay, don't worry if your yarn's going everywhere. It's going everywhere. So you're gonna start off by doing a slip knot. Okay. So with your three strands held together. And I've done it with three strands of around yarn before. I can mm -hmm. show you how to do that too. Like me. That yarn. Do the other one. Okay. And that slip knot is going to sit on your wrist because you're using your arms as your knitting needles. Okay. So I'm just going to tighten that up slightly. And we're going to do the long tail cast on. So you basically do the same as you would if you were casting onto your knitting needles. I've got this is the this is the loose end of the yarn. This is my long tail. So my thumb is going under there. My forefinger is going that way and I'm making a kind of slingshot motion. And I'm just going to grasp the strands there. So it looks like I've got a catapult. 
Okay, and then to do the first stitch of cast on for long tail. So the easiest way I find is to go into the, the sort of inner elbow, go up and catch that strand that's under your thumb. And then go to my index finger and pick that up and pull it through. Okay, don't worry, I'm gonna show that again. <laughs> so just free up your yarn as you go because you're working with a lot of it. Okay, so again, this is the, the long tail and I'm gonna make a kind of catapult. So my thumb is going under this long tail. My index finger is going there and I'm grasping them together, pulling them back just like a slingshot. And then again, I'm just sliding my hand up there under these strands and then I'm going down and taking the strand that's running down from my index finger, pulling it through and onto my wrist. And you don't want to do these too tight because otherwise you're not gonna be able to get them off your arm. So again, once more, I'm just, again, this is the long tail. My thumb's going under there, my index finger there, and I'm just grabbing them together, pulling back like a slingshot, just going under that strand to the index oh, finger and pulling that strand through. So you need to do this 26 times, 28 times, sorry, for your blanket. So I'm just gonna keep going. Again, that's the long tail. Pulling that back like a slingshot, going under there and pulling that strand of yarn through and just popping the loop on my wrist. And you'll need to shuffle them along your arm as you go. So I'm going to have a lot of stitches. Again, free up a bit of yarn. So thumb under the long tail, index finger there, grasp them together, pull back like a slingshot, under that strand and then picking up that strand that's on my index finger and onto my wrist. Good. Good. Okay, so I'm gonna go a bit faster now. Here we go. I hope she's gonna time lapse that. <laughs> but... All right, guys, I actually do have to dip out here. I know. I saw me. Uh, but hey, you should have a, a blanket for the porch by the time you make dinner. I, 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 okay, I've got 27 I, stitches I, on my arm, so just one more. Well, and then get, we are good to go. It does tell you that okay. at the end here. So you're then the end, knit into all of these stitches, and like you would do with knitting, you're going to transfer all yarn. the stitches on this arm the end, onto your free arm. Okay, so here goes. So to do this, I think you I'm going to take the end that's attached to the balls, and, then and I'm just going to lay it across the hand that's got all the stitches. Okay, simple as that. Just throw it over. Okay, and then I'm going to lift. So remember, you've got each, each stitch that you've got on your arm is three strands of yarn. So I'm going to lift that just over. Really, as you're knitting this way, my hand keep moving your in and now you'll see i'm gonna transfer sorry guys i thought for show and onto my other arm my mouth today hope you guys okay see you in my and then week. the next step even me so again, again i throw, throw a, that across my palm during the that's week the we do some videos of yarn mm -hmm. um just maybe your commercials taking finger and thumb just lift that stitch over and off all right bitch i love you i'm gonna go and then come in so you put your palm to palm 
and I will see I'm you guys next week. Okay. Over. Okay. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Okay. So it's a really nice rhythm once you get into it. Feels very weird at first. You want to throw it over the hand that's got all the stitches on it, and then just take your three strands, lift those over and off. Bring your palm in, so palm to palm, and slide that onto the other arm. Okay, so cast your yarn across your palm, pick up the three strands. You left the keys, right? Over and off. Yeah, they're in the car. Okay. And then onto the other arm. Sure. Simple. <laughs> okay, okay, so you're well, just going to carry on. Like we had a cast off real quick because I have this right here. No, because you have to do three so I'm going to show you a few more stitches. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it's just the same motion. You have to do three more balls. Okay. For six. If you want to do that, off then that first hand. Uh, do another row. Onto the next. At least one more row. Grab the yarn. You think? Yep. Off the first hand. Slide this your one. palm in. It's just like knitting. You're just taking all the stitches. Look what is knitting? It's arm knitting. Taking all the stitches that from this arm mm -hmm. onto this I'm arm. Doing time I'm doing. I'll be good too. I'm so fucking proud of you, bitch. Okay, so you do tend to get trapped no idea. when you're arm knitting. So make sure if you've got anything on the stove or you need the loo, you've done that before you get started. But the beauty of this is that it comes together yeah. so quickly oh, that it's only going to take you about an hour. Me? I can make you to get through. You want me to show you how? All your yarn and, when you and make it. your okay, well, how do I... big blanket. Yeah, so it's really super it's fast. Okay. Put your arm in there. Yep. Gonna... See, I told you I was at the right length before. Yeah, you were. I'm just trying to figure out how to undo you. I have to look at it. Okay, so I'm about to knit the last stitch. When you work. So again, just over the palm. Where my tail is. Off the hand. Well, can I just? So this arm is now free, and okay. I'm gonna knit can all I just, the like, stitches from this and, arm. And come back to it later. My free arm. Um, I can't so give you some workouts. Getting mm -hmm. heavy now, but it's gonna come together so quickly. You're going to be amazed. All right. So same process. Just take the strands that are attached to the balls oh, of yarn. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Drop them over that hand. Take a stitch over that and off your hand. And then come in again, your free hand, palm to palm, and transfer over. Okay. So exactly the same as you were doing before. I got my tail. Okay. Hold on to your tail. Pop the yarn over the palm of your hand. Lift the stitch off. I'm really surprised that it went that quick. Slip your hand if you in. If wanted to do just that's it. connect another green and just do one more, we could do a cast off there. Okay, just over there. But you can come back to it later. And slip your hand in. It's just a matter of getting it back on your arms. But I don't think you'll have a problem. Just remember. So just get a little bit unwieldy. Stick with it. And points. And you'll find your rhythm. I mean, you're working your arms. And you'll be speeding along mm -hmm. in no time. I always throw that off. So let's see this grow mm -hmm. super fast. Just for shits and giggles so we don't drop it. We mm -hmm. need it. Oh, look at her. Okay. Here we go. All right. And we will finish this on Monday. We will. Or Tuesday. Whatever fucking day it is. Or you can call me later. So, okay. So, I'm now at the end of my That's first good. three yeah. balls of yarn. So, to join in another three balls. It's just, it's all, yeah. I'm just going to take the ends of these three new balls and I'm going to tie a knot. Cool. I'm so proud of you. Old ball. Around the old yarn. Oh, 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 I'm just gonna tie a knot. Oh, oh. It's okay. Nope, nope. We 
have a, a dropped a stitch maybe leave a slightly longer tail because you're going to have to weave that in at the end. Okay, and then no, you can just slide no, that knot right, along. Okay. okay, bitch. Love you. Love you too. Yeah. All right. So that's my... yeah. Make sure you're picking up the right strands. Okay. okay. So this. So Heather had to get out of here, and I am going to finish that up because I actually have to go pick up my son from work. So. I guess we will figure out how to finish the blanket next week. Fun times. So I'm proud of myself, though. I've never knitted anything in my life. And I just hand knitted, arm knitted a blanket during the show. So fun times. So Mick and I will be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. for True Spiracy. We are reading the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. So come join us then. And then I will be back Monday morning at 8 a.m. for the good book. And... Then Monday evening, of course, uh, again at 5.45 for the Patriot Party podcast. So don't forget, in honor of our veterans, Veterans Day, we appreciate all of their service and thank them for their sacrifices. Uh, one of our brothers across the pond has paid it forward. So the first seven people to use the promo code VET at electrofreedom.com get $17 off their order. So electrofreedom.com, use promo code VET, get $17 off your order for seven people. No minimum purchase. So that being said, I hope you all have a wonderful, beautiful day and that you learned something today. I know I certainly did. I am proud of myself. So thanks for watching y'all and I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. I, I don't wanna act too high and mighty cause tomorrow Thank you for sunshine, thank you for rain, thank you for joy, thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day, it's a beautiful day. Thank you for.